It's Saturday afternoon, well, 20 past four, so quite late in the afternoon. And uh, yesterday I was uh, exhausted after the day before. My feet were still hurting (laughs) and uh, we had an amazing time. I just needed the day to sort of rest and recuperate, really. Um, John actually went to work yesterday. Um, Yeah, trying to think if I did anything else, but not a lot. And today um, we've cracked on out the back and we are, we've got the shell up for my new pantry, which I'm very excited about. Technically, realistically, should have built it 10 years ago, but um, hey, you know, it's never too late. So we, I will hopefully get a nice pantry where I can store uh, lots of stuff that I grow over winter. Because at the minute, half the time, it's all over the place, all over my kitchen, all over the boot room, all in the back, just everywhere. It's not got a particular place, so it would be nice to get a storeroom to store all the dried goods, dry my flowers, keep all the root crops stored over winter. So that's what we've do, been doing today. I spent uh, all day um, doing that at the minute. So, uh, yeah, so that's what else we've been doing. Oh, another project we started. I haven't actually finished the side bit yet, but it was absolutely pouring down this morning. So... Uh, we thought we'd crack on indoors and do a bit inside instead. We had two, what I would call, <laughs> sitters today in the drive. People who just, when the egg shed's empty, it's sold, they just sit there waiting. They sit there for ages. I mean, one has been, she's just gone now, but she's been sat there nearly half an hour um, just waiting. And uh, we used to put the eggs out at four o'clock and... Um, about a year ago, we changed that to putting them out in the morning and then when they're gone, they're gone. Um, but we still get people turning up uh, after four o'clock and just sitting there waiting. But uh, we have to go out and say to them, you know, we changed that about a year ago. Um, to be fair, I think the lady that uh, comes, I don't think she technically really should be driving because I've told her before at least three times Um she doesn't seem to remember, so it's a bit uh, a bit scary, really, that she's then uh, driving a car around. Um, yeah, so that's uh, we've just packed up and sorted out, and John's done the eggs. And that's that for another day out the back, and we should start there again tomorrow. Um, all the while, we've got these jobs on the go, you know, other things sort of go by the by, but I, I need John to clear the side, get the side driveway a bit clear, because we need to have a delivery of straw. So we're out of straw, the ducks need a clean out and et cetera, et cetera. So um, hopefully I'll get some straw delivered next week and then we can, I can crack on with that. Um, and I've still got plenty of jobs. I've still got all of these bulbs here that need planting at some point. So I really need to get on with them now because we'll be moving into November. Um, so I really want to get them underway, get them started. But uh, for today, that's it. Another tiring, busy day. Sunday morning, uh, half past nine, and we have had torrential rain, and uh, it's not good. We're flooding everywhere. We're flooding ev- in places we've not flooded before. We're flooding out the back. The lights keep tripping. <laughs> keep trying to unplug everything to see what's causing it. Um, absolute torrential rain. Uh, just stuck my head out the side, out the door, just for well less than two minutes to unplug one of the plugs that lead to the electric fence and 
I got absolutely drenched. John's now got to go out and and block one of the drains because that looks like that's blocked. Um, oh, it's just a horrible, horrible day. What a horrible day, and it just keeps on <laughs> keeps on raining, and uh, I can already see water gathering in the paddocks, and I know that it's already gathered down in the corner paddock because I can hear when cars go through on the road, I can hear them splashing through it. So we are having a momentous amount of rain here at the minute, which is going to cause all kinds of problems today. After the electric knocking off uh, six or seven times, we finally found the problem. So we've rectified that. We've turned all everything that's unnecessary off as well. So actually, it could be any problem, any one of them that's causing it. Um, one thing is uh, that we talked about, we'd literally never had rain used to get rain like we do now it's um insane it comes down very hard and fast and floods very quickly um i'm look, looking about now it's all it's moving away quite quickly now but it just can't cope even in uh, the paddocks you know we've got water sat now but it should drain away quite quickly um it just gets more and more intense year on year so uh with that in mind i said to john where we're doing the um the pantry and out the back we need all plugs sockets up higher really um it's crazy it's just crazy and we, we probably need to dig a whole new drain and the drain that's there that takes the water away over the years has become inadequate it can't, it can't cope with the amount of rain that comes down now so um and i think it's only going to get worse as the years go go by so uh Though the rain has just eased off now, but it is absolutely torrential. Poor John's out there rodding the drain now at the minute. One of the drains that's caused a problem. But, um, yeah, the, the, the drain is sort of surface and then it runs underground along the back. Uh, it's, it used to work fine, but it's no longer um, fit for purpose just because the absolute volume of rain that comes down at any one time, it just, it just literally cannot cope with the, uh, with the volume of rain. That we get in what in bursts like that we've had so uh at least that you know it shows us where we need to you know divert the drains to where we need, we need to get them further away so it and it takes it further away from the house as well so it's not backing up and coming back in because really at the end of the day the paddock's flooding that's not a problem any of the fields flooding that's not any outside areas away from the house not a problem when it starts coming in the back there that's a problem and um, that's a problem that we need to uh, deal with um, quickly. Uh, oh, uh, another job that gets added to the list. <laughs> the long list of jobs that just gets longer. Never gets any shorter, our job list. Always uh, always just increases um, all the time. <laughs> Sunday evening and uh, the rain <laughs> eventually stopped. <laughs> it... Uh, it sort of did carry on in the afternoon, but not as torrential, so it wasn't too bad. We actually went out for um, some Sunday lunch with Sam and Luke and the kiddies because it's Luke's uh, one of Luke's big birthdays tomorrow. So uh, we went out for lunch. There's quite a lot of flooding everywhere, out and about and around. And uh, I'm looking, I stood here looking at the paddocks. And I can see water all through the paddocks, but hopefully, if we don't have any more heavy rain, that will that will drain away by tomorrow. So that won't be too bad. Um, the clocks went back, of course, last night. And so it's uh, quarter to five and it's 
about to start getting dark already. Oh. Um, I, I like the summer and the warm and the light nights and everything, but I also quite enjoy um, the winter evenings when you can shut the curtains, turn the light on, cosy down. And I like, I do like a frosty morning. So uh, um, I don't mind the winter too much. It's the mud I hate, hate mud hate the mud with a vengeance um not so bad these days because we don't have quite so many horses on the property at the time beginning when we first came we had uh quite a few heavy horses when i and i say they were shires and Percherons, they were heavy horses churned up the mud a lot and used to be spend winters deep knee deep in mud literally and it was you know day in day out you know, twice a day. It was like, oh, it was um, soul-destroying sometimes, to be fair. After <laughs> after a few months, he always looked forward to the to the drier months when they came. But uh, these days, not so much mud, although, you know, the memory of deep mud still lingers with me and I just, I just detest mud. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's an unavoidable fact, really, when you've got a small holding and thousands of tiny feet um, moving about everywhere. Not thousands of tiny feet, but hundreds, you know, quite a few chickens and every day and they're moving about here, there and everywhere and then it rains and it's the the, um, the ground soon deteriorates, uh, surprisingly enough. So, um, yeah, so winter's here. Um, you know, well, we have to make the most of it and look for the good things that are there, like cosy nights and hearty food and things like that. It's uh, 11 o'clock, Monday morning, 1st of November, white rabbits. Uh, for anybody who, white rabbits, it's white rabbit day. Um, <coughs> I thought I was, well, I just made a cup of coffee. I uh, thought I'd sit down and have a little chat and uh, tell you about my musings and what I've been up to. So this morning, um, obviously the clocks went back uh, Saturday. So um, from here on in, unless John's home early for any reason, it's my job to um, do the afternoon rounds because it'll get clock, uh, dark quite early. So um, I'm on afternoon rounds. Uh, he can still manage morning rounds at the minute until until it gets too dark and then it will be my job entirely um to do the whole lot so uh what this morning i got up and i thought well i did say to john while we were working out the back i really need to clean the house but um oh i i helped him instead all day so um it didn't get done so this morning i thought right i'm gonna whiz round this morning with a hoover um and hoover all the bits that are really annoying me, like on you know the shelves that have got dust on them, and the, we'll polish those, and the window sills with, and and all those tiny little microscopic spider spider webs that you don't see until the low winter sun shines in through the window. And there's loads of them, so I thought they're not they're not even Halloween decorations; they are genuine, <laughs> the genuine thing. So this morning I. Um, you know, cleared a lot of my shelves off in the kitchen and wiped everything down, put it all back. Um, hoovered round, hoovered round all the 
ceilings and you know just to get rid of all the tiny spiders and sorry spiders and the cobwebs and that because they just drive you mad and then bound sure to see what I missed later but um, that's always the way um then uh because very in my head I I'd said to John John said this morning the ducks need cleaning out and I said I know I'm aware that they need doing um so that was always on my job list today uh but really I wanted to get some other things done so that when I come back in I'm not thinking oh I still got to do that so um I've been through a whole load of um paperwork and we've got a bar I don't know if anybody else is I mean we have a drawer in the kitchen it's full of stuff that you know what is it I don't know really but it's full of stuff um and I have a bowl on the side that you know that is full of stuff that just gets put there I mean to, to be fair a lot of it is um like pens and uh I think what else I've got in there just stuff just all sorts of stuff my gloves are on there in case I need those when I go out uh in the summer the hats my hat are on there face masks all that sort of thing at the minute hand gel um but uh, when I was clearing, and I've got a little booklet where I keep uh, the prices of things I'm selling out, the front, the prices of veg and stuff like that. And I found an envelope and uh, it had mum written on the front and it had 80 quid in it. I thought, <laughs> quid's in it. I didn't even know it was there. I can't remember what it's from. It's clearly for me. It has my name on it. So um, <laughs> that was a bonus, bonus one this morning. Um, after I did that, uh, well, actually I got some washing on as well this morning. So I wanted to get some washing done. Um, put that out and uh then went out to feed the guinea pigs and the rabbits and the quail and the turkeys um did all that uh had oh, in the bowl i found a whole a handful of stuff that belongs in the greenhouse like plant labels and secateurs and all that sort of thing so I took that out check the horse's water that's fine they are actually currently drinking from the big puddle in the paddock so it's <laughs> No, it doesn't matter if they didn't have any, but they, they do have them. They prefer to drink the water in the paddock on, in, on the ground. And then time to go and um, clean out the ducks. So uh, it's a job that none of us like to do. It's, and basically, it's, it's, it's shitty and smelly and heavy. Um, you know, they, they can't help it, they're ducks. Um, but they mat, you know, mat down the straw poo all over the straw they drag in all the wet mud it's uh, not very nice at all and we do try to do it uh, quite often so that it's not heavy but sometimes um that you just i just haven't had time and i just bunged a quick clean layer on top of what was already there so that was sort of like it wasn't too bad it's been worse than it was today but it's quite heavy it's two two wheelbarrowfuls coming out and then you've got to get it out the wheelbarrow and lift it up onto the um well, I put ours on the compost heap because, it, but the compost heap is quite high at the minute, so that's a <laughs> toss it all the way up there, uh, and uh, go back and get clean straw. And I've managed to clean up the straw bay now. That's the end of that straw, so I will have to um, message my straw man and uh, get some more wheels of straw delivered um, soon. Hopefully, this week sometime I'll get him to deliver them. Yeah, before uh, so that yeah, it's not a job. It's not a nice job, and never we've never really worked out how. Well, I don't think you can keep ducks clean. It's not. I don't think it's possible. But if you are cleaning out ducks, I I would sort of uh, design something that you could wash through, <laughs> if possible, because it's uh, it, as I said, they are dirty, messy 
ducks, but they love it and, uh, and that's fine. But um, it's quite uh, not a very nice job. <clears throat> also, it is one of the main job, the main places you do want to be able to stand up when you're cleaning them out, bucking them out, because you do not want to be bending over doing that when you're doing that job. So, yeah, there's uh, the things I've been doing this morning. Um, I've got loads of uh, probably jobs in my eye line for this afternoon that I want to get done. It's a lovely sunny day, I must admit, and the temperatures, it's not cold. Um, and after the horrendous rain we had yesterday that was just insane, um, there's no sign of rain today. It's lovely out there, it's quite nice, and uh, it's a bit breezy, which will dry up a lot of the wet. Um, and the sun is out, so um can't really complain at that one at all, in all honesty. It's a... Uh, it's a lovely 1st of November. It's about um, an hour and a half later and I um, decided, well, Charlotte obviously got married um, on Thursday and she has gone off on her honeymoon. They went on Saturday evening uh, and she brought the contents of her fridge to my house <laughs> so as not to waste it, which is great, which is fine. Um, so... We did. We literally. I think we'd just been out to get bananas the day before, so I ended up with quite a lot of bananas. So, I have made um, two banana loaves. Um, one I will freeze, obviously. Uh, dead quick and easy to do. I mean, one of the simplest things. Um, John doesn't like banana loaf, apparently, but I know for a fact if it's left out on the side, he will be cutting bits off of it every day until it's gone. So uh, if I say to him, I'll make him banana, oh, I don't like banana. But if it's there, he will definitely eat it. So that's used up, um, well, four, four bananas out of the bunch of six that she brought over. So and I already had uh, six, so I was never going to eat that many. Um, and John's very fussy with his bananas. Once they've even turned a little bit, he just won't eat them, even though they're perfectly fine on the inside. Nothing wrong with them. Um, so I thought, well, I'll use them up, make some nice banana loaves. And I did have a, a packet of um, chocolate chips that have been in my cooking box for ages. So I'll just check those in as well. I've also um, still had quite a few tomatoes on the windowsill, which uh, have been ripening nicely. And now some of them are getting to the, they're over ripening. Um, so I've sorted through them. I've got a, a big punnet of um, like cherry tomatoes, which I'll probably pass on to the girls, for the kids, because they love them. And I end up with quite a few big tomatoes. Uh, so I've made uh, another batch of um, tomato soup. I went and pulled some carrots, got some garlic out of the freezer, onions that are hanging up in the store out the back, and uh, yeah, and, I'm, and dried basil from the garden as well. So I've just... Um, basically I roasted off the tomatoes with the onions and the basil and a bit of olive oil and some salt and uh, I yeah making some fresh nice fresh tomato soup which would be lovely it's always a always a lovely soup I think especially homemade one um, so I'm having that so yeah, I've, I've still got some other things that she bought around. Um, I some grapes, <laughs> and I've already got a punnet of grapes in there. So, um, and some strawberries she bought around as well. So I'm going to uh, look see what uh, what I can be doing with those. But all the while I'm um, 
cooking. I was cooking. I'm listening to podcasts, different podcasts on Spotify. Um, some, you know, there's some great podcasts out there. One I have been listening to, um, and I've been following for oh, probably a year or more now, is one called Self Sufficient Hub. Um, so if you want to look out for that one. Uh, it's quite a good one. Um, it's a very good one, actually. I prefer to listen to podcasts rather than watch YouTube um, video uh, because that means I can be getting on with things. I don't have to be looking to see what somebody's up to. Um, like, you know, if you've got a podcast, you can just you can carry on with whatever it is you're doing and listen at the same time. Whereas watching uh, sort of breaks into your time, really. So, so yeah, that's what I've been doing. Um, I've got the banana breads in the oven as I speak. Um, and uh, there's going to be more washing up to do, obviously, <laughs> always. And, uh, yeah, that's why I just spent the last half an hour, hour and a half doing. But, yeah, do um, search around for other podcasts on self-sufficiency or small holdings. There's some, there's some great, um, great stuff out there. It really is. While I'm waiting for my um, banana breads to finish cooking, I'm just going to tell you... Um, a little something about something else that I have uh, picked up. Um, when I went, uh, I had to go to the supermarket to get some bits and pieces, but when I was there, they had fresh coconuts uh, for sale. It didn't make me laugh. It's on the outside of the husk. Uh, it's got genuine coconut stamped all across it. And on the face of it, this might seem um, like something somebody who was aware of self-sufficiency and self-reliancy and uh food miles etc etc wouldn't do um but when you think about it a little bit deeper it's uh it's quite the obvious thing to do really is to buy one of those and the reason being is that I love the taste of coconut. If you offered me a vanilla ice cream or coconut ice cream, I'd go for coconut ice cream. I love coconut flavour, your coconut flavour, anything I just absolutely love. And back in the day, I would be there with my Malibu. Um, I, I do love coconut flavour. Uh, the, and the, really, the only way to get coconut in this country um, is to buy it desiccated most of the time uh, or you see it raw in the little um, packages the little plastic boxes um, as a snack if you buy it as as it is as the genuine coconut whole uh, a there's no plastic packaging on that at all yes there is food miles in that it's been transported over here but there is no plastic packaging whatsoever on that coconut um, and there are no procedures. It's not been through a factory to, uh, to grate it all and desiccate it and, you know, all the other things that get done to it. So, you, you know, there, are no, there is no energy used in, in that process at all. So you've got a whole coconut. You've got the coconut water inside, which obviously is delicious to drink as it is, or you can have it and freeze it and have it in your smoothies or whatever um and then once you've got the coconut open obviously you can you know as i've done i've scraped a bit out and eaten some of it uh but you can then get the rest of it out and um, grate it all up 
put it in the freezer and there you have um, fresh coconut to use, you know, whenever you want to, either in your baking or in your ice cream or in your smoothies or whatever. Um, so on the face of it, doesn't seem like a very good thing to do. But actually, when, when you look at it a little bit more deeply, uh, it's probably the best way to buy a coconut, um, in all honesty. It's Tuesday morning. Um, it was a cold night last night, very cold, uh, foggy. I went to babysit um, for Samantha while her and Luke went out for dinner uh, for his birthday. We drove home about 10 and uh, it was so foggy. It was really foggy and misty. And this morning it's still misty, but it is definitely, we've had the first big frost of the year. I mean, well, it's frozen a lot of it. So uh, the sun is shining though, so the sun will come through. Uh, and I need to go out later and just check that none of the water pipes have split. We've got some uh, pipes that run off of a, one of the main taps and um, it runs all along the bottom of our garden and then up the side of the veg garden so that I easily can access water for a the garden if I need to and for the animals <clears throat> that are in the orchard. Uh, yeah, so later on, once it thaws out a bit, which I don't think it'll take too long uh, with the sun out and everything, I just need to go along and make sure that um, none of the pipes have split overnight. Uh, it's getting to that stage, like through the winter, we, we turn them right off. Um, but this this sort of time of winter, it's uh, on-off sort of weather. So uh, we'll leave it until, well, if it splits, we'll then have to turn it off. And then we'll be bucketing water to the animals and things. So, yeah, so that's that. I uh, spent a little bit of this morning, well, quite a bit, half an hour. It's quite hard work processing that coconut, getting it out of the shell, um, peeling off the... Uh, the sort of the back bit of the coconut, you know, the brown bit with a with a vegetable peeler, and then I'm going to grate it all, and I will freeze a lot of that. Well, I will freeze it now. Um, and then today, sadly, after the highs of last week and the wedding today, uh, well, I've got my cousin's funeral today, so um, I shall be going to that later on. That sort of lunchtime, a lunchtime funeral. So, uh, yeah, highs and lows all in one week uh, this week. So, uh, yeah, but um, it'll be a celebration of his life rather than a, rather than a you know, depressing uh, event. It will, it, I know it will be a celebration. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing um, a lot of family members I haven't seen for a long time, pre-COVID. Um, so yeah, it would be a, that's what I'd be mostly up to today, and then anything else I can sort of get in done in between, I will, I will certainly do now. And then John will come home early today because I probably won't get back from the wake in time. So uh, he will be home early to do the animals today. Wednesday morning, um, half past nine. It was another cold and frosty night last night. And uh, when I nipped out to put the eggs out this morning, I can see that the frost is getting to the dahlias that are uh, still flowering. So I might have to cut all those off 
and uh, at some point I have to dig up the tubers and store them ready for winter. I wasn't going to, I was going to leave them in the ground, but I don't want to lose them, so I'm afraid to um, leave them there. <laughs> so I think I'll have to dig them up and hopefully be able to keep them going over winter. Um, I'm not quite confident enough to leave them in the ground, I don't think. So that's what I'll be doing. I have other things on my list. I went to bed last night thinking, oh, I've got this to do and that to do. Plant some bald beans and some flower seeds that I want to get planted that need doing this time of year as well, ready for next year. I've still got all these bulbs that I need to, I need to get them sorted. Otherwise, they're not going to get sorted and then I'm going to kick myself next spring. Um... Yeah, as I said, I think I'm going to have to go and put an extra layer on because um, indoors it's uh, toasty, but uh, <laughs> I need to get a bit more layers on to go outside because it's still quite um, cold out there. The sun is mm, trying to come out from behind the clouds, but it's not quite there yet. It's not, the frost lasted quite a long time into yesterday morning. It's actually disappeared already this morning, so... It's obviously not quite as cold out there as it was yesterday, but the sun was a lot brighter and eventually warmer in, uh, yesterday. Uh, we went to the funeral yesterday, obviously, and uh, said goodbye to my cousin. Um, as always, these occasions are quite bittersweet. Um, it's very sad. Uh, and uh, he leaves behind his, his wife and his daughter and obviously his, his wider family. So it is sad. He was a very jolly chap. And uh, <laughs> I, as I, I said, I, I never saw him anything other than happy. Um, so it's uh, it's a big hole left in somebody's life. But we also had a great time at the wake, you know, reminiscing and laughing and joking about what he would think of the whole situation, the things we did as kids, um, you know, all that sort of thing. So it was... Uh, as I say, a bittersweet occasion, but, uh, uh, you know, it's very sad, but uh, it was also a nice catch up with family that I haven't seen now for nearly two years, I suppose, in the flesh, a lot of them. So, um, so yeah, that was that. And, uh, yep, now it's, well, we're early November. Um, we're moving on towards the big midwinter feast, as I like to call it. I don't like to call it Christmas, so <laughs> it is the mid-winter feast. Um, and so we get ready for that and then also get try and keep going with the garden to try and keep things going. As I said, I've got, I was thinking last night of all the things, I've got quite a bit of veg growing out there, so I'm doing all right this year. I just need to get underway with some um, planting now. Like I said, broad beans, um, some early peas for next year. A little bit worried because if I put them in the ground, mice might eat them. But if I start them off, then it'll by the time they're ready to go in the ground, it'd be too cold and frosty. So, um, slight dilemma. I'll have to think about that a bit more um, as I go out and do it. But yeah. So that's where we are at today. And then tonight I've got my flower arranging again. We've got a demonstration tonight, so I won't be actually doing any physical um, flower arranging. So. But I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, yeah, I'll let you know if anything untoward happens today that I wasn't quite expecting. 
I've just stopped for a coffee mid-morning um, after doing a job that wasn't even on my list as usual, but uh, that's what I like about my day. Ooh, horses are having a run around the paddock. Um, so I can't even remember what I thought. Oh, I'll just pop into the big polytunnel, actually. And when I went in there, um, obviously we've had two very cold nights, so I then cleared down the rest of the tunnel and... Uh, got everything out that I'd pulled up um, moved and I wrapped up the lemon and the orange tree because they were starting to show uh, signs of the frost, the cold getting to them so I've wrapped those up, I'll give them a quick uh, a very weak feed um, and I've wrapped them up and I've tried to uh, stop any drafts coming in through the end door of the polytunnel the um, dahlia that I had growing in there has uh has gone over because of the cold so cut that all back and uh wrapped that all up and i've left that in the pot in there and that one actually wants um putting in the ground next year a nice red one which i don't have in the front garden at all so yeah so that's what i thought i'll just do that get everything out everything that's done within there you know plant pots and you utensils that I've been using in there and just chuck down on the floor uh, gather up any um, bamboo canes etc etc um, and I cut back all the lemon verbena, I've just put some over the fence for the horse which I can see he's munching on now, it's a good digestive aid uh, I've saved some some will go for the guinea pigs, they will love that and the rabbit and I've taken off a lot of the new younger leaves and I've taken those indoors and I'll dry those because I can add those to, you know, instead of using lemon, lemons um, that have been shipped over here, I can use lemon, lemon verbena leaves to um, flavour cakes or biscuits. Um, we can make teas out of it and it will also uh, make a nice smelly pot puree if you wanted to dry the leaves for that reason. So... Um, yeah, that's all. I should be doing something there. I should dry the leaves off and then uh, put them in a jar and then I'll keep them for when I decide that I need some lemony flavour, which will be ideal. Um, I'm just looking at the compost heaps at the bottom of the garden and I've kind of been waiting for them to sink down a little bit before I add any more to it. As I say, I seem to have a, an awful lot of um, stuff to go on compost areas that are not big enough really for the garden so I've had to just wait for those to sink down a little bit but um yeah I, did, I wasn't wasn't planning on going in the polytunnel but uh, ended up in there but that's uh, that's what I quite like about um what I do I just you know sometimes things are not set in stone and you just find something else to do which is what I'm gonna do after I finish my coffee next Okay, I'm feeling quite um, good with myself now because I have now got um, the onions in and also the broad beans. So, um, quite chuffed. Uh, they've gone into some of the smaller beds that we that John prepared um, did early, earlier in the year. I've just uncovered the beds and I've used the cover to cover other areas that are, weeds are growing through already. Um, so I've got a bed of onions now, well, a bed and a half actually of onions and uh, a bed and a bit of broad beans. So, um, yeah, I'm feeling quite accomplished. I've got everything in that's going in for winter use as far as the veg is concerned. 
obviously I've still got carrots growing. I need to um, pull a lot of those because uh, the wetter it gets, the the less stable they're going to be in the ground. They just start to rot and things start to eat them. So I'm going to probably harvest a load of those this afternoon and um, get some of those in the freezer. I uh, haven't got the pantry up and running yet. I have got a big box in there, a sandbox, but um, as that's got to be all moved about still at the minute, I will probably freeze those this year and um, freeze a whole load of them. You can never have too many carrots. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll leave some in the ground up to Christmas so that we got. I can come out and pull fresh carrots if I want. Uh, now we've had the first frost, the ochre is ready to um, harvest and I'm sat here looking at it. I haven't delved under the ground to see what's there yet but um, hopefully uh, that will, they will um, be good under there and ochre are pretty good because they're like little tubers but they don't go green like potatoes so they will store really well as well. Um, use for you know soups and stews and anything else you want really um so that's good i'm it's a bit chilly i'm sorry my hands are freezing but uh, it's good to get some bits done out here because i did think i might have left it too long or too late but it's not too bad um hopefully we'll have some more nicer days a bit later on i've piled a load of all the uh, the dead what gone over um pepper plants and now gone into the compost heap uh yeah so yeah i feel like i have done done well today to get those in quite pleased with myself i still got a lot more to do really but um you know there's only so many hours in the day the ochre harvest wasn't uh, massive but it's um, ochre's often known as um, the le- the lost uh, food of the Incas or lost vegetable of the Incas or something like that. Um, but one thing ochre is great for is um, obviously it grows in the UK really well and uh, it stores well. You can use it cooked or you can use it raw, and it is a vegetable that if you leave even the tiniest little tuber in the ground it will self-set so it's a great vegetable for self-sufficiency self-reliance and uh, you know one of those great vegetables if the wheel goes sideways you know can always find that there's ochre growing somewhere in the garden if you've grown it previously before Um, the tops are um, edible as well although I won't be eating those I've got there's quite a lot of top on there um, and I probably I've got enough stuff that I'm not going to use that but obviously I'm going to leave it there to um, die back naturally and add nutrients to the back to the ground I I did say I think at the beginning of this that uh, if anything any surprises come up well one did and I was (laughs) gently picking off all of the um ochre tubers and uh you know then sweeping the ground with my gloves on to see if I could find it and I found a newt there's a little tiny baby newt um I don't know hibernating in there most unusual not seen one of those before so uh that was a surprise of the day um if you want to see what ochre looks like um the one the, the one I grow is like a creamy white uh creamy pale colour but you can get sort of red colour one as well um I'll probably put a photograph of it on the uh on the blog so um you know which is on wordpress which you can find under freezing farm if you want to have a look at that or you can find it on facebook um so yeah that, there's a surprise of the day there uh, a newt a little baby newt um 
<laughs> most unexpected thing. But yeah, ochre is a, a great vegetable. I don't grow an awful lot of it. The harvest wasn't massive. We won't eat masses of it, but it is actually a food that could sustain you quite easily uh, if you grew it on mass. Um, you know, like potatoes, starchy vegetable. So it's a, it's definitely a good one um, for self-sufficiency. Ah, it is 20 to 4. I've got a couple of things to tell you before I round up for the day. I'm round up for the week, actually. Um, so I've just been out and done the eggs, collected the eggs and fed the birds. A couple of observations. John has left the uh, water on in the duck pen. Not such a bad thing because this is from one of the rainwater tanks, but it's flooded the duck pen, so it's not the best. Uh, we don't really need to collect as much, you know, we don't need to hold as much water as we do through the summer. So it's, uh, I'm not cross, but uh, it has flooded the duck pen. Um, he also has, for some reason, changed about the the way the the light Sussex and the turkeys have get let out. Because normally, the light Sussex get left in and the turkeys get come out. And then when we feed them in the afternoon the turkeys go away and the light Sussex come out. And it's been like that for months. For some reason, John has decided to change it about today. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm sure I'll find out when he comes home. The upshot of that was I could not get the light Sussex hens to go back into the pen. Therefore, I can't let the turkeys out. So the turkeys are still in their pen today. Um, I just have to say to John, please don't do that again because I can't work that way around it. I can't get them in. They don't want to go in because the cockerel's all there waiting. So, um, yeah, so that's that. Uh, I think that was it. That's the observations I made, but uh, it's getting cold as well, and the eggs are dropping in number quite quite a bit. Uh, the other thing I want to tell you is a very exciting thing, or very exciting for me. Um, I made my very first, or my only, cup of tea with tea that I grew here. Ah, oh, yes, that is the ultimate in self-sufficiency, self-reliance tea. <laughs> um, in the UK, we like our tea. We love our tea. So I have made, wanted to grow my own tea to see if it can be done. It can easily. The bush, and the bush is a small bush, but um, and I, but it does take quite a number of leaves. I think I've picked about twenty leaves over the over the time. Maybe not quite that many. And I've been drying them off so I could have black tea. And um, I used all of the tea leaves. And uh, I bought a nice little um, a little teapot with a little, uh, you know, with a tea leaf holder in the middle. Um, because I haven't used a teapot for years. So I bought a tiny little teapot and I've got a tiny little cup. And uh, I put my tea leaves in there, poured the water over, let them sit for a good 10 minutes, then poured out tea. And it wasn't bad, I have to say. It wasn't bad at all. Um, it's not as strong as, obviously, you make it with Tetley. Um, but uh, it it was drinkable, and I drank it. And I thought, this is an amazing achievement. And I was well chuffed with that, because uh, I think that is uh, definitely ranks up there with uh, my self-sufficient skills there. That's it for this week. Um, thank you for listening to my mumblings and ramblings. I um, hope you're enjoying, 
enjoying it. Sometimes I think, oh, why am I talking about, you know, personal life and things as well? But all those things have an impact on um, running a small holding or being self-sufficient. They're all they're all relevant because they're all part and parcel of, of my life as well. Um, if you want to, as I said before, if you want to read uh, my blog, that you can find that on WordPress uh, free, under Friesen Farm. Um, you can find me on Facebook uh, on Friesen Farm, which the blog is also published to that as well. Um, yeah, and you can find me on Instagram as well. And uh, all of those different platforms give me um, the ability to be able to do different things. Um, sometimes as, uh, sometimes it's repetitive, obviously it repeats across the board, but sometimes there's things perhaps that I won't have mentioned in here. And definitely then you can also see pictures for sure. So, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Um, I'm not sure I'm getting any better at the recording of this or or the uh, delivery of it, but uh, I'll still keep going, and uh, as long as people keep listening, that's, uh, well, even if they don't, uh, I'm going to still keep talking, so, (laughs) Uh, thank you if you are listening, and uh, I'll catch you next week.